Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Al-Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Empower to Grow. This is your host, Hanan Al-Basha. I'm very excited about this conversation because I have another amazing lady all the way from the US, and that's what we were reveling about and, and um, just enjoying the fact that we can meet across ponds. <laughs> um, Adriana Monique Alvarez is actually a pioneer in the sense that she is the founder of AMA Publishing. She's one of the people who decided, you know what? I don't like how it goes and I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And she's also a best-selling author. So Adriana, thank you and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to see what we dive into. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's always exciting to delve into the kind of the, the pool with the sharks in it. So <laughs> we'll see where that takes us. <laughs> I like to start though with um, something else. It's, it's about being empowered to grow, that concept what does being empowered to grow mean to you? And how does this phrase resonate with you? Oh my goodness. I have to tell you, um, when I first saw this title come across, um, it struck me, but I have to say there's been an added layer since then. Okay. This was over the weekend. My boys were watching a nature show and they were talking about how wild forest fires will just clear out an area and you know, sort of the ramifications, why it's necessary. And as I walked across the living room, I heard the man say, there are certain seeds that will never germinate without a baptism of fire. Whoa. And I was like, isn't that the truth? And right then I could have a deeper appreciation for the things that empowered me to grow that were not necessarily pleasant or things that I asked for or planned for. But I now see that it's when we are empowered to grow, when life gives us opportunities, and that's what they always are, um, what we do with them makes all the difference. And so this is really, for me, it strikes me as I grow the most in difficult circumstances. And uh, that, that's what really rings true for me. I love that. It totally resonates with me. I was actually having a conversation earlier today where um, a young lady called me and uh, she wanted for us to have a session and stuff about business. And she was complaining about everything that went wrong, including how she was also wronged. And I'm like, you know what? She's like, you know, I want to get my revenge. I'm like, don't. That's what you came. She's like, I'm starting from scratch. I'm like, no, you're not. You're starting from experience. Imagine like, I know it hurts. I know all of this just happened, but there is a reason. And that reason is that you come up stronger and you're more determined and you could pivot in a way that wouldn't, you wouldn't have done hadn't you gone through that experience. And I speak from my personal experience and that was the entrepreneurial journey for me. It was hellish to start with. <laughs> And it was painful and all of this. I'm like, okay, you know. Um, but as you said, it, it does take a certain, um, I think it, 
takes a certain state of mind to appreciate that you have to go through that fire to be able to germinate your seeds. I love that. Well, let's talk about your fires. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talking about um, being empowered and also now in a position to empower others. Can you tell us a bit more about your story, please? Mm, absolutely. So, you know, like you said, I think when we start off on a journey, there is so much there that is not just for us, but that is also for others. Mm -hmm. And right now it's reminding me of when my husband and I first started our business and the real estate market had just crashed. Everyone was losing their house. Everything was haywire in the economy. So this was 2007, eight and nine. And this is when we decided to start our business. And I, I remember having this thought, like if I would have just started two or three years ago, you could make money standing up straight. And now it's a different game. Mm -hmm. But during that first year, I made a commitment not to marketing and not to fancy websites and not to copywriting, but I made the commitment to be devoted to 12 people, that I would know them inside and out, that I would refer them business, that I would champion them, and then they did the same for us. And we came through that first year of business completely different people. And we were thriving when other people were complaining. Mm -hmm. And I see that that is now so important because we're once again in, a, in an interesting stage, right? Of, of world events, of economy, leadership. And when people around me, I see their knees knocking and I see them looking around and I say, no, no, steady yourself. Yeah. yeah. Steady yourself because you can come through this better than ever. You can't, there are people who excel when others don't, people who make more money in down markets. And so for me, one of the things that I've really learned is it all starts right here with me. If I'm solid from the inside out, my world is just fine. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm connected to what really matters, I'm good. And this is one of those times it's, you know, and, and like you said, the fires, whether that was the first year of business or having ba two babies in a year while the business was wow. growing exponentially, <laughs> um, navigating traveling the world with the business and two babies, navigating a full-term stillbirth, navigating, yeah. you know, the world changing and figuring it out. It always comes down to what am I going to do with myself? That's really where it's at. And that takes a certain level of awareness. And, and, and as you said, inner strength, understanding when, when you're so aligned with your why, then you start saying, you know, okay, I know where I'm going. I know why I'm doing this, but then this gives you the inner strength. But as you said, as, as a mother, as also someone who also personally have gone through um, miscarriage, which, which is heartbreaking in its own way um, as a businesswoman, as, as you know, going through the economy and everything. Again, what was your why? Was it about challenging the, the industry and everyone else? Uh, you know, I think my biggest why always comes back to this. I have a real issue with getting to the end of my life and realizing I only lived it half-heartedly. Mm. 
I have a real problem with looking back over my life and realizing I didn't leave something that could outlive me to my children. And so this is the thing that lights me up and gets me out of bed and puts me in this place of, you know what? There's at least 10 ways to do this. Find one, figure it out, get creative, innovate, get out of your own way because you are here for a reason and heaven forbid I miss it. I don't need to live the days. I need to live the purpose. Wow, the legacy. That's your why. I love that. I love that. And, and to be honest, that also resonates personally with me because over the past few years and just before the pandemic, we started, um, I started personally seeing more and more on my Facebook feed, friends from university or people, at least I, I know of, or I've heard of were, were passing away and people were talking of the legacy. And that's the thing that kept resonating with me. I'm like, it's a legacy. I'm working towards that. I want to be known that I have made a positive impact using up my time, my resources, my knowledge, my love. Um, just make sure that, you know, that is just is left behind and for our son to also remember it. Yes. <laughs> okay. This is good stuff. Well, okay. From where you stand right now, then what what advice would you go back and impart on your 19 year old self mm. you know what i would tell her is there are many self-proclaimed gurus and experts and teachers and yet no one knows your path no one knows your purpose like you do mm -hmm. so you can trust yourself you know how you know the way you are completely capable and that's not something we, we hear enough growing up. It's always we're looking for something outside of us. We've got all the answers. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yep, and that is spot on. <laughs> it's within you. Yes. Okay, then the, the, other, the other end of the spectrum. From a time capsule, what would you like your 90-year-old self to thank you for today? Mm. Thank you for living full out, for being audacious and bold, for pushing the limits, for breaking the rules, and for never backing down from what's true for you, what is alive in your heart. Thank you for going for it, for never playing it safe. For never playing it safe. Tell us a bit more about that. I'd love mm. to know your definition of not playing it safe. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's easy to um, look at the path that is pretty much laid out for us, right? Whether it's culture, family, tradition, country, education, right? So there are certain steps. You, you do good in school, you go on, you do good things, you learn how to behave, you learn what to say, you learn how to please people, you get the promotion, you keep building your way up mm -hmm. and in the meantime really what you're gathering is gold stars and pats on the back right yeah and you get a secure paycheck and you get insurance and you get a 401k or whatever these things are and and you're good you're good you have a good life mm -hmm. this, this is this is what's possible and and yet for people like me I can never accept the good life. 
because there is some sort of trade-off, there's some sort of prison, there's some sort of tying me down. And mm. so when I'm playing it safe, I know that I'm pleasing others instead of myself. I know I'm holding back on how I really feel. I'm editing myself. I'm settling for good instead of great. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> totally relate from those perspectives. And that for me, that, that actually perspective switch was, was very recent. It was nearly four years ago. And it was like, just before I turned 40, I just completed my doctoral degree, actually a couple of weeks before getting the official congratulations, you're, you're done. And I had my first coaching session and the coach stopped me. He's like, okay, sorry, time out. And he's like, why are you using the statement over and over again? Not good enough. And I realized, oh my God, it was like, you know, kind of a big, biggest aha moment of my adulthood is realizing that I had been living that life for, you know, the next carrot and stick, the next carrot and stick, the next rung in the ladder. Um, what next job, what next certification, you know, getting married, having the child, all of these things just to just stop and say, what am I doing? You know, yay, okay, I celebrated me. Now what, what do I want? And I think for me, that was a huge perspective shift because I had to, for the first time ever, I think consciously at least, stop and say, what are my success parameters? What do I want to do with my life? And, and as you said, it's, it's so unsafe in this part <laughs> where it starts that this is the, the, you know, the uncharted <laughs> trek, but I think it's a lot more gratifying. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. So from that perspective then, if you're on a stage, I'm sure you've been, um, you're talking to tens of thousands of women and the talk is about being empowered to grow. What would be that last message you leave them with? The, the times when you feel like the darkness might consume you and the times that you feel all alone and you wonder what this is all for. Those are the times your roots are going down deep. Mm -hmm. And what comes next is your limbs reach to the heavens. This is the time that you are becoming everything you came here to be. Yes, you might curse it at moments, but ultimately, this is your gift. This is your calling and this is your destiny. Embrace the darkness because then you will understand how bright your light is. Wow. That is profound and that is so true. That is exactly it. Thank you for that. It, I will definitely save that. I will transcribe it and I will put it on my computer as a note. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. Adriana, this has been profound and very insightful. Thank you so much for that. Where can our viewers and listeners find you in virtual space? Hmm. They can connect with me on social media. My website has everything there. It's adrianamoniquealvarez.com. I have resources and, and ways that we can connect. And I, I love connecting with people, actually having conversations and connecting. So let's do that. 
Sure thing. And we'll make sure to include, of course, we always include all the links anyway in the show notes. So please do reach out to Adriana. Thank you so much. Thank you for opening up your heart and sharing your energy. This has been really, really fun. Thank you. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Well, embrace the darkness for the light is coming. And, um, and then you're just going to understand and appreciate how far your light can go and how far your reach is going to get. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, I wish you love, abundance, and prosperity. And I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.